Now, you know that here at Talking Health Tech, we're a big fan of podcasts, not just our own, but other ones as well. There are plenty within the Talking Health Tech podcast network, but also just broadly across healthcare, there's some great ones here in Australia. One of those is the Doctor Diaries podcast, hosted by Hanya Oversby from Health Business Network, who are proud THT Plus members. And in this episode of the Talking Health Tech podcast today, I chat with Hanya Oversby about the rise of the Doctor Diaries podcast that she hosts. And we hear about some of those inspiring stories from entrepreneurial doctors who found innovative ways to bring value to patients, often through technology. In this episode, Hanya reflects on insights from successful entrepreneurial doctors and talks about the importance of finding creative solutions to problems, negotiating effectively in healthcare, and how to understand the value that you bring to clients and patients. So here we go. Collaboration starts with a conversation, Team Health Tech. Let's make it happen. This is Talking Health Tech with me, Peter Birch, featuring content and community about technology in healthcare. Hanya Robersby, how are you? Good, Peter. How are you? Great to speak to you again on the podcast. We were looking just before we hit record. When was the last time we spoke here on the podcast? And I thought it was sooner because time flies when you're having fun. Apparently, it was way back in episode 70 that we had a chat. And this will be 300 and something when it comes out. So it's I know. I it's feel been a like while I'm, between conversations. Yeah, I feel really privileged to be one of the early early The early birds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the test subjects is another way to put it. But yeah. look, I mean, it's been over two years since we mm-hmm. spoke. We released episode 70 where we last spoke to you on the podcast back in October 2020. And people can go back and hear a bit more about you and your background. We were talking about resetting your healthcare business back then. Perhaps for those that aren't familiar with you, Hanya, and the work that you do, perhaps reintroduce yourself and and then maybe talk to us a bit about what you've been up to since we last spoke. Yes. So my name is Hanya Ravesby and I'm one of the directors of Health Business Network. So we're a national business consultancy working with medical practices in a private setting. So we work with businesses, whether they're in the startup phase or scaling phase or working towards succession. And our main thing is to be their business advisory and connect them, you know, develop those business plans and connect with them a network of trusted advisors around them. So really, uh, running your business doesn't have to be isolating or daunting. We can, we're there on that journey with you. So exciting. More than happy to work with anybody who wants to reach out. But when we spoke back in October 2020, it was exactly that. COVID mm. hit and, oh, my God, every, the world went crazy. And we did set up a business reset for all our clients, which has worked really well. And that's what we spoke about back then. But also what I did was I set up a podcast. And I think that's what we're here to talk about today. And it's called Doctor Diaries. So yes, it's been such a good journey. I've we're up to see just finishing up season three in twenty twenty two and looking to launch season four next year. Love it. Well, Doctor Diaries, I'm I'm subscribed to it and I see it pop up on my podcast feed regularly. Talk to me a bit more about who you speak to on the podcast. What yeah, is it? Well, um, so the whole premise of the podcast was that I realised I had access to amazing people all around the world who are medical practitioners, entrepreneurs, innovators, clinical experts, just amazing people, as I'm sure that you you know that you get to speak to all these people as well. And they all had amazing stories to share. So I thought, wow, wouldn't it? I suppose it all came about any time I was out socially and perhaps would share 
stories of what I do. People were fascinated and saying, well, it's so exciting to hear everybody's journey. So I thought, what a great time with COVID hitting to connect with people Mm. and start recording their stories. So we sort of, uh, with each episode, we talk to every doctor or people associated with in that area of medicine of the, the journey for them to get there. But also we talk about what they're doing now and what drew them to do that innovation or grow their business or invent something or whatever they're, they're doing. We'll, we'll talk about that and um, really gain an understanding. So feedback's been great from listeners because they get to hear the whole thing, you know, not just business yeah. tips or not just about that person's bio. It's sort of a bit of a smash up of both. So that's Dr. Diaries, which has been really great and well received. Yeah, no, that, that sounds like a great resource. And I like as well how you do these kind of deep dives into topics. So it's not just here's one topic in one episode and then on to another topic in the next, which can be okay sometimes. But then uh, you've, you've also done a bit more of a, a longer kind of series within the podcast, right? Yes, yes, yes. So as you said, with our individual guests, we'll allow the podcast direction to go in the direction it needs to. So it's not a very stilted interview. It's an interview where we can get a really good understanding of the individual. Mm. But um, this year we did a really interesting series within the podcast and we called it Call My Lawyer. Now, I was working with Megan Warren from Birkin Associates here in Victoria and a little bit like the premise of the podcast, I said, Megan, we've got mutual clients. We're always talking about similar things that are topical. Let's create a series together where we talk about things that are relevant to our clients without getting business or legal advice through a podcast, but just giving that overview. So uh, it was so exciting to put that together. So we did a four-part series. And it's available to anybody who wants to listen. So go on to Dr. Doro's. It's all for free there waiting for you to have a listen. But episode one was all about doctors versus being employees or contractors. Mm-hmm. You would have been aware perhaps this year that there has been a lot to do with the Thomas and Naz case yes. where, um, you know, the Thomas and Naz doctors in their practice, the tax office deemed all their contractors as employees and they paid, mm. had to back pay nearly a million dollars back in payroll tax. Mm. And it all had to do on how the contracts were setting set up, how the money was collected into the business and the expectations they made on their contractors. So it was in that that I was working with Megan and drafting up new contracts that we I said we perhaps should share this information so everybody's aware of their risk. So that was a great episode. It's been really well received. Episode two, we did everything you need to sort of know about buying a practice, a medical practice. And episode three was about everything you need to know about selling your medical practice. So to me, those are really important. So when I'm working with my clients in business and business strategy, we always talk about starting with the end in mind, which is not my quote. You know, that's a, it's a mm. very um, common business concept. But really, when I'm working with my businesses is We've really got to set your business up in a way that when we get to the end of your life cycle, how are we going to get your valuation up and for you to be able to sell your practice on? So there's a lot that goes into that. So again, with Megan on the podcast for Call My Lawyer, we delved into both those topics, which were really yeah. interesting. I imagine that the that back before then too, that you mentioned the the payroll tax issue, that that's obviously front of mind for many clinicians and, and, and practice owners and has been this year. And those topics of buying and selling your practice would also very much be on the minds of, you know, clinic directors and, and, and owners. 
What other topics do you feel like are definitely going to feature in future episodes of the Doctor Diaries podcast? Because they're they're always so front of mind with your clients and the clinic owners and the and the and the doctors that you speak to on a day to day. Well, I think that's the sort of exciting thing that I want to bring into that Doctor Diaries, apart from talking to amazing doctors or clinicians and their journeys and those sorts of things. But next year in the, that series, uh, we'll probably do another series where we're looking at perhaps bringing accounting, legal and business advisory into the podcast, because that's another kettle of fish again as well. And really providing that information that's current and topical, what's front of mind now. So I mean, look at next year. Economically, it's going to be an interesting year with what's going on with, you know, the economy and interest rates and are patients going to come and see you or how do I keep my business afloat when I've got wages and everything to pay? Are businesses being agile enough in regards to how they run? You know, I think Darwin said it the best. He didn't say survival of the fittest. It was the survival of those who were more most adaptable to change. Yes. And that's what it's all about at the moment. So I suppose mm. next year really being having that forum to be able to talk about that. And I think I've mentioned to you, Peter, that there, well, we will talk about it early next year, hopefully, but uh, we are launching an online platform, Docio Health, next year in full flight. So that will be a subscription platform that will be, you know, will be able to be a resource for people who are running their businesses. But we'll talk mm. about that a bit more moving forward. But yeah, really, mm. I suppose just looking at in the industry what is happening there's so much happening at the moment there is a lot of investment i've got to say in the healthcare space people really see this as a growth and business space so there is a lot of investment from outside what is traditionally the the doctor investor there's other investors coming in so looking at all those yeah i was going to say too it feels like in this current climate a lot of the conversations that we have about what the vibe is like for clinicians or practice owners, business owners in general, I guess, there is obviously a lot of economic challenges and environmental challenges. A lot of, it's a challenging environment to work in. Looking at that lens, you mentioned there's still a lot of investment coming into this space, particularly in healthcare. What are those areas that you find people are continuing to double down in or finding some great success in? Or where should we be putting our focus in these challenging times into areas that can help us continue to not just sustain the business, but potentially grow it? Mm. Look, there's um, a lot of interesting things happening. So I think when I'm working with my doctor clients, it's getting them to realize their value proposition and what they mean to the business environment as a whole. And there's lots of people that want associations with them. There's hospital groups and there's hospital groups that have equity models that they set up commercial arrangements with doctors. So the doctors have equity in the hospital, but Mm. they need to fill the lists, those sorts of things. There's property developers that would love to attract doctors to commit to using their facilities. And there's sometimes it's through investment, sometimes it's not and those sorts of things. So when I'm saying you've got to sort of start thinking outside the square, you've got to see that who wants to do business in the healthcare space, hospital, property developers, you know, pharmaceutical companies, whoever it is, and see and have a good understanding of your value proposition and how can I engage with them? And I I know a little bit of the secret of success is the more I have in a group of specialists or doctors, the easier it is for me to negotiate on their behalf because their value Mm. proposition grows. If you've been kicking around this industry a bit like me, or maybe even you're brand new to digital health, 
you've probably worked out that health tech is not an individual sport. Whatever you're trying to achieve, whether you're delivering healthcare for patients, or you're building health technology, or perhaps you're helping deploy solutions across health systems, you need a tribe, a community of like-minded individuals who just get it that if we're going to transform healthcare, then technology is going to play a huge part in it. So to learn and connect about health tech and level up your game, consider joining our THT Plus membership community. We've got options for every stage of growth, whether you're a solo individual or a startup or scale-up company. As an individual, you get access to our exclusive community forum, you get a warm intro to two other members from me each month, you get free access to our quarterly virtual summits and a bunch of other exclusive goodies. Companies can bring team members into the community, plus you get a presence on our website as a THT Plus member, you can post content like news events and jobs, and of course we love to showcase our members, so when you join as a company THT Plus member, you'll get to appear on this podcast with your very own episode. This podcast is made possible through the support of our members. It's literally the heart of everything we do. So consider joining as a THT Plus member. You can join anytime online. Just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash THT Plus. Yeah, there's that element of the group for sure in terms of volume. But I, I like that thinking that you brought up before too, considering the broader life cycle and the overall picture and not just necessarily the patient-clinician engagement perspective as the area that's a business opportunity. At all, at all stages throughout the process, there's opportunities to optimize how the business works, right? Oh, 100%. And um, doctors, it's difficult for them because they're working in the business and they need to work on mm. the business as well. So the more there are of them together, that scalability does diversify the roles that you need to have in running your businesses. And just that commerciality of it is being, I think that's where working with doctors, sometimes that can be a challenge because they've studied to help <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. But when it comes to negotiations and those sorts of things, it's uh, sometimes could be not for everybody. Yeah, there's a lot of doctor business people that find that they're quite comfortable with that. And also there's opportunities to, I suppose, work in the healthcare space outside the scope of your own, what your clinical practice is as well. Well, I see a lot of clinicians who utilize the the skills and expertise to give advisory services or perhaps invest into, you know, similar or adjacent industries as well. So there's, yeah. there's a few different opportunities there. Yeah, there are, sure. there are. Yeah. And I suppose that's, you know, as you were saying, what's that, what's the aim of the podcast? I would never want to be any advisory service or anything like that at that level, mm. not at the podcast level. Mm. I think just really the guests that I do have on board all have their own journey. And some of them are very entrepreneurial. One that comes to, to mind is Andrew Dobrotwer. He's a radiologist and he owns FMIG radiology clinics. And I think he's got about six or seven radiology clinics. And during his podcast, he, again, I think I interviewed him 20 or 21. Mm. He was working with a spinal surgeon and a neurologist and himself. And they were bringing in ultrasound technologies to stop Parkinson's shakes after one treatment. Anyway, I can see there they've launched it and it's available. And that's where that's a really good example of thinking outside the square. So that's another service where, you know, people can get ultrasound treatments to treat conditions such as Parkinson's shakes. That's beyond the business he's got now. So that was he's and so that's what I'm saying. It's actually 
great to interview these people because they're they're the entrepreneurial ones that are sharing on the podcast what they're yeah. aiming to do and dreaming about, which is fantastic. That's a good that's a good example too to to bring to my next point as well, because particularly for a clinician, you touched on this before as well, that they presumably got into healthcare not to make a million dollars, but to help people yeah. and to utilize a skill that perhaps not everyone has gotten. They've earned this skill over years and years. So it often feels like a juxtaposition of trying to then make a buck off that. And that's kind of the wrong frame to look at it through. I think in the example that you gave, there's an opportunity to help lots of people and also run a sustainable business that has potential for growth to then circle back and help even more people, whether it's through that business or then to reinvest that income into something else that will help Absolutely. more and more people. Is there any advice you can give to people to help them get out of that mind frame that healthcare is not a place to, I guess, make money? and how you go about feeling okay with that whole point around running a business in healthcare. Yeah, look, absolutely. Nearly all the clients we work with, their vision and mission when we're working on that is to provide the best healthcare in this area X for our patients to be the national leaders in or the leaders in the area. So their intentions are always with that. But when mm. we're working with our clients, it's around putting that business planning together. So it's about saying, all right, you can achieve that, but there still needs to be some money planning around this because you will be able to charge people this, either, whether you want to charge them a lot or a little. But then let's have an understanding of the costs that are involved mm. for setup. You know, there's that cap the capital expenditure, the initial investment, then the ongoing costs. So working through that with them, if they have a good understanding of that, then whatever they need to charge the client to be able to make the profit that they want to. So not all of them want to, as you say, be making millions and millions of dollars of it. But don't get me wrong, there's many of them, quite rightly so, that do. This is their business yeah. and they do want to be wealthy from their medical practice as well. So it's just being able to understand the demand and what you can charge for it, but what the expenses are. So we were to talk about the radiology company, you know, their equipment is let's buy a X-ray machine for million dollars. Well, that needs to be accounted mm. for. So yeah, it's yes. really about that planning. No, it's, yeah, ex exactly. It's not a, a cheap industry to, to operate in either, to work in. Uh, there, there are those costs. And I think being able to work with an advocate in your corner that's focused on those business or commercial elements yeah. allows the clinician that, that headspace to continue to focus on where they rightfully should be, which is that, that patient-centric view yeah. and caring for others. And one thing I was going to say is also there's not one solution that fits all. I think that's the, the great thing about the Dr. Diaries podcast is over the three years, I've interviewed up to 40, I think there's 40 episodes or something like that at the moment, but every single person's got different, a journey, especially in medicine, it's different to many other businesses. Under that medical umbrella, you've got surgeons, physicians, yes. uh, physicians that use expensive machines to do things, physicians with no machines, surgeons that require lasers in the operating theatre or those surgeons that just require scalpel versus GPs or then, and again, even in that, you've got GPs that do a lot of procedural work, some that don't. And so it's a really mm. interesting podcast to listen to because there's so many examples of different types of medicine and the business of medicine. Yeah. Lastly, then, you know, you, you gave us a hint before about what to expect from the Dr. Diaries podcast next year and some of the stuff that you're working on. But why should, what, what can people look forward to when they go and subscribe to the Dr. Diaries podcast after listening to this one? What are you working on for, for next year and beyond? Well, for starters, my first motivation is to bring on 
the interesting people from around the world and really having a listen to to their story and especially having people from AMZ, Australia, New Zealand, but also internationally as well. I think there's a lot to learn from there. And again, as I said, a few series on that topical stuff that's relevant to people in their businesses as well. But overall, exposure to amazing individuals who'll be able to share their stories from all their different particular areas of medicine. Love it. Well, look, Hanya, we'll put the details for the Dr. Diaries podcast and HBN and everything that you do in the show notes of this episode for people to check out and to reach out if they have questions or do need a hand with the the business and commercial side and strategy and everything relating to the healthcare business. I appreciate you coming on the show and having a chat. Can't wait to speak more about the platform and everything else that you're working on next year as well. We'll have to speak soon. Thank you so much for your time. Well, that's very exciting. I can't wait to uh, tell you all about that. And that's a game changer, I'm going to say. Can't wait. Before you go, just a reminder to jump over to our YouTube channel and subscribe and watch some episodes there. There are podcast episodes, summit sessions, and a bunch of other interesting content on our channel. You can just search Talking Health Tech in the YouTube app or click on the link in the show notes of your podcast player and it should just take you straight there. Thank you. For more content and community about technology and healthcare, visit talkinghealthtech.com.